Good morning. This is Lance Kenmore with the Kenmore team, and I'd like to welcome you to this week's edition of the Tri-Cities Real Estate Update. As always, you can contact me, Lance Kenmore, anytime direct on my cell phone at 727-8977, or visit us on the web at kenmoreteam.com. Once again, I always like to thank John for hosting and everybody here at the station for working to make this happen. Mr. John McKay, how you doing over there? It's been a busy week. Oh my gosh, you are not kidding me. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, we always talk about the spring real estate market and when it's crazy for agents and what that looks like. And um, I can tell you that uh, March 18th, 19th, right in this range, this is when I'm pulling my hair out. And there's not much left to pull out. But um we yeah we're writing tons of contracts we're evaluating properties we're getting them on the market um so yeah it is it is absolutely on fire out there right now so totally loving that we're going to talk a little bit about that in inventory but before we uh jump into that weekly topic and what we're going over we always like to come up with a crazy celebrity real estate story and i've seen this guy in the news a lot i think he's got a new either Netflix or Hulu special coming out. Uh And I'm talking about Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yes. Um, He has been in a rental property. So if you would like to rent a house that he was renting, um, he recently had um, purchased a property. So he had some very specific needs for his rental. And as you can imagine, a large home gym being one of them. Yes. And a plush home theater, probably to preview all those movies that he gets in. Um, the rental that he was in is on the market right now for $125,000 a month. Wow. We used to pay that for houses like to own forever. But yeah. <laughs> this is... Um, it was an 11,478 square foot, like kind of French chateau style. Gorgeous, gorgeous property. But my stomach starts to churn when I see a number like $125,000 a month. So, yeah. Um, but for that person that wanted to say, I am renting the same house that The Rock had rented, that's what it's going to cost you to get to get that done. <laughs> So before uh, we jumped into that story, we were talking a little bit about inventory levels. Just an update for everybody out there. Um, The market inventory is still extremely, extremely low. It's been climbing a little bit, you know, four four to five homes a week. That number's creeping up. Um, We are still right in that range of 335 to 340 homes Mm -hmm. on the market. However... A little bit of a change is we were running about 60% new construction, 40% resale. Well, that number of resale is creeping back up there a little bit, and we see that in the spring market. It's one thing for a builder and a development to come online and to change the new construction number is very different. But mm-hmm. um, but weather pattern-wise, here we are looking where now more people are deciding to the weather's a little bit better they're making decisions about where they want to be for the summer Mm -hmm. Um, and so we're seeing more of those elusive resale listings coming back on the market so that percentage is starting to go up and we're creeping up closer to 50 percent resale on the market so great for buyers that have been a little bit on the sideline wondering when they were going to have some of those to look at We're getting a few more of those right now to look at. 
Even with that being the case, we are still writing a lot of new construction contracts. Mm-hmm. Now, this week, um, it's always great for me to have a real-life uh, radio show topics <laughs> as I write things down throughout the week that happen. Yes. And one of those topics that we're still running into is in a market like that with new construction where it's where the costs are unknown right now, what are some of the differences we're seeing in new construction that maybe your parents didn't see? So maybe you're talking to your friends from five, six, seven years ago, and they wrote oh. a new construction contract, and your friends or your parents are like, you know, that just doesn't seem right. I've never seen that before. That's strange. And But it's because of we've never been in this situation with inflation, appreciation, limited supply and supply chain issues. I wanted to go over some of those things that you're starting to hear about that in all actuality is pretty normal versus not and the risk to you as a buyer in that situation. Mm -hmm. One of the first things that we're looking at in that situation and the biggest risk that buyers need to be aware of in new construction right now is that to tie up a lot to start a new construction contract or Uh even to write a contract on an existing or partially finished home right now, it's highly, highly likely that you are going to get the request from the builder um, to have non-refundable earnest money. Meaning that the second you put out that contract and the builder signs it, it's very, very likely to become non-refundable for any reason, um, whether that be financing or your job gets relocated, whatever the case may be. So let's just run through a theoretical scenario. And that has to do with construction costs being unknown? Yes, and missed opportunity also, because like a lot of people say, well, what's the big deal? The builder could just put it back on the market and maybe even sell it for more. But the problem is, is that as soon as that contract is signed, many of these builders, they it puts a ball in motion that is very hard to change. They have to then start um, drawing the house plan for that lot. They have to start readying the permits that they need to go on there. Mm-hmm. Also, too, because of that case, the, things are moving so quickly that that weekend, let's say this happens on a Thursday or a Friday, that lot gets tied up. And uh, somebody's working at a model home and two or three other couples come in and they would love to put a home um, on that lot or a different plan on that lot, but they're told that they can't. So they move on. Maybe they go to a different subdivision. So maybe because of that was tied up, there's also a missed sale opportunity in there. Oh, And so the builder has to account for that. And one of the reasons that they're doing that is with non-refundable earnest money. What buyers need to be careful about in this market and to where you have to be really, really sure and certain, the other danger in the market right now is we've steadily been, been seeing rates increase. So here's a, here's a great example. You're pretty close on your numbers, but you find a home, um, a home plan that you love, a lot that you love. You tell your agent, let's write it up. You're within two to $3,000 of your top end price that you could afford, mm-hmm. that your lender went over with you that you could afford. And so you write that up. But the builder says, 
Um, please submit with the contract, $2,000 non-refundable to write that up. You go through, you write that up. And then two, three weeks later, rates take a big jump. You know, we just had the Fed this last week yep. raise rates a quarter point. So the, the the rates take a big jump. And now you go back to your lender and you're like, hey, I wrote a contract on a house for those 374. Mm-hmm. And the lender's like, oh my gosh. Um, but that was a pre-approval that was given to you when rates were three and a half. Now rates are four, and um, that pre-approval letter is only going to be three sixty-five. So you're going to have to have the cash for the difference, um, or you're going to have an issue, or maybe you're not even approvable for that home now. At that Ooh. point, now that being the case, you have to go back and remember. Oh my gosh, I gave the builder a non-refundable deposit of two thousand dollars. You can resend out of that transaction, but the builder's protection for tying up that lot, for starting all that work that we talked about, for the missed opportunity, is that earnest money. So that is a great example there. Now, here's where I gave you an example that had two thousand dollars. We are seeing contracts in the market that have ten thousand dollars non-refundable, twenty thousand dollars non-refundable. I've seen one that had fifty. Okay, so in those instances, as a buyer and that relationship between that buyer and the builder, you need to make sure you're very, very comfortable with what is happening in that situation, that you're not putting at risk that non-refundable portion of the earnest money. So good, bad, or indifferent, and I'm not saying this is a bad practice or, or a good practice. I'm just saying that the market has now dictated things that we are seeing that are now, I don't dare say want to call them normal, mm-hmm. but are, but are say standard for certain segments of our market, given these situations right now. Wow. When we come back from the break though, we're going to talk about another thing that is happening. And that is Lance, why am I driving around seeing all these houses being constructed now mm-hmm. and it is becoming more normal I can't give that real estate agent to give me a price. I can't find out from the builder how much it's going to be priced. Um, And I just want to know, is that house going to become available? And what's the price going to be? When we come back, I'm going to tell you why you're not getting that price. (laughs) And a lot of it's going to boil down to is no one probably knows. But we're going to talk about why are so many houses being constructed right now and no prices being given to the consumer. Right here on News Talk 870. Welcome back to the Tri-Cities Real Estate Update. Today we've been uh, talking about some new construction. We're kind of doing a little new construction special. When you have a market that has generally 50% of the available homes on the market being new construction, we have to give a little credence to what's going on out there. Yeah, Talk a little bit about that. Um, in the spirit of that being the show topic... I do have some real quick. I have a pick three here, new construction special. Um, We're talking price ranges that uh, people are having trouble getting into, avoiding multiple offers. And so one of the things we start to do in that situation is look just a little bit further on the outskirts of town. And so I've got an amazing pick three. We're talking a development, Blacktop Estates out in Benton City. Mm-hmm. And these are all new construction on my pick three. 1285 Mary Avenue in Benton City. This is a three-bed, two-bath, ambiance homes floor plan. 1165 square feet, luxury vinyl plank flooring, quartz countertops, full tile backsplash. 
And listen to this price point they're bringing that in in at three forty nine nine. Ooh, it's very very difficult to find anything new construction related if for that price point. Pick number two just around the corner, twelve eighty one Lucy Avenue. This is the Tamarack floor plan, twelve twenty six square feet, also LVP quartz counters, full tile backsplash here, um, landscaping, and that's coming in at three sixty nine. Wow. Last one that I've got for you, a little bit bigger floor plan out there. We're at almost 1,400 square feet, the oak floor plan. Um, Once again, same amenities we're talking about, LVP flooring throughout um, the main living area, quartz counters, um, in blacktop estates. And so you're getting 1,400 square feet at 374.900. So I know a lot of you have been out there looking at new construction. You've been through some stuff. And even some of the stuff maybe you're seeing not new construction for 365 to 375. If you're not impressed, go to KenmoreTeam.com. Shoot us a shoot us a message. We'll get you a showing, get you talking to one of these new construction specialists. So before the break, um, one of the things we're talking about, we're getting tons of calls. So I always like to take what's happening with my phone calls throughout the week. What's the topic for the radio show so that we're very timely with the market. And one of the questions we're seeing from a lot of people in the market right now is, I see these builders building these houses, Lance. I know we have low inventory. I can't get any information out of these people. (laughs) I, I don't know what the price is. I even talked to somebody. They won't tell me what the price is. They said, we're going to have to wait till later. We're going to have to wait till later, and and then I'll put you on a list and call you back. And so they're frustrated, and I understand that frustration. But here's one of the things that we need to look at. A lot of builders last year went through – I know everybody likes to think everything's rosy and perfect, and, and they're just making money hand over fist. But let me tell you some of the situations that happened. A lot of builders last year committed to contracts on five or six month builds where they mm-hmm. bid out a house. They signed a contract with the consumer. They're going to build the house for X number of dollars. Let's say it's 500000 mm-hmm. And the builder did that with the intent that his lumber package was going to be $60,000. So the builder gets his lumber package a month later. And his lumber package isn't $60,000. It was $75,000. Oops. Okay. I missed that by by $15,000. And then his window package was 50 grand. And he gets his window bill from the supplier. And and that's $65,000. Wow. So all of a sudden, the builder is like, wow, that's $30,000 in expenses that I wasn't expecting. And I only budgeted to make $50,000 on this house build. So now I'm only going to make 20. Well, I hope everything's okay. But then, you know, they get the house framed and the windows in and they're up. And then all of the sudden, the tile guy says that, yeah, I know I quoted you 10 grand to do all the tile in the house, but with gas prices and everything going up, I actually have a fuel surcharge now on my bill. And so instead of doing the tile for 10, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to charge you 15 or I can't do it or I won't do it. And so the builder's like losing his mind because now his expenses are, say, 40000 higher than he expected. But mm-hmm. to deliver the house for that contract um, that he's contractually obligated, he still has to. And now on that build, he only, he only made, say, $10,000. And he, he was going to make 50. 
Well, you know, he can't eat on $10,000. It took him four months to build the house and uh-huh. his expenses. So it doesn't take too many of those deals to happen before a builder gets very, very frustrated with that setup and that system. So what a lot of people have moved to, and in the meantime, that when that house is done, instead of he had contractually obligated to sell it to a customer for 500 but in the meantime, now that that house is done, he's seen the next two or three in the neighborhood sell at five forty. So not only did he only make ten thousand dollars on the house, when he thought he was going to make fifty. In his mind, he also gave up another forty in equity. Wow. Now, so in the old days, builders used to do this, and it was kind of a you know it was kind of a meeting of the minds agreement. The builder takes some risk, the consumer takes some risk, mm-hmm. and so um, the builder in this situation, though he's just now, you can imagine, we have one hot tamale on our hands um, because this builder, <laughs> not only did he not make the fifty, he feels like he gave up forty in equity. It's ninety. So. If the builders have good financing in place, now this is the if because some people need a contract for the mm-hmm. bank to release money, but if a builder's done well over the years and they have financing in place, here's the here's a stance that they've gone to taking is say, I tell you what, now I'm not gonna sign any contracts with those consumers. You know, I'm just gonna build the house. Um, and because I know the costs are going up every month, I'm getting, you know, fuel surcharges and higher bills. I'm just going to start three houses here and I'm going to build them the way I want to. And the unfortunate thing is I'm going to pick the colors and I'm going to do it my way. But when I'm about 30 days from finishing the house, Uh I will now have a more accurate idea of what my expenses were. So now if I know all my expenses were 500, I've gotten all the bills, I've paid those out. Now I know if I want to make 50, then I have to sell it for 550. So I'm going to wait till the last 30 days before the house is done. Then I'm going to put it on the market at a price I know that works for my business model. And that's when the consumers can have access to that pricing. Also, if the market goes up in the four months that I'm building it, I'll be able to capture some of that increased equity. Yes. So that's. I just wanted to present the side of why you're seeing that happen in the market. Because a lot of people are like, man, I don't understand. All these builders now are doing spec houses, and they're um, and if they are doing a custom or a longer term contract, um, they're building in these weird things into the contract that we've never seen before. But that is what I just went through is the thought process of why a number of builders are operating it that way. Because quite frankly, a lot of them. Um, lost a lot of money last year in those contractual situations where in the past that might have been a bonus to them or a good thing to have that guaranteed revenue in business. The way costs have skyrocketed in such a short period of time, many of them got caught to where that was an actual large, large problem. What are the other solutions? Don't don't give information out to the public. Don't put the house on the market till the last 30 days. We talked about one of the mm-hmm. solutions. The other solution that you're seeing happen in this strange market to combat that is build in escalation buffers that are passed on to the consumer. Mm. So say, yep, you know what? We are going to do a thing for 500000 We are... But I know my lumber package. So they're going to pick the two biggest costs. So they're going to go to, say, lumber... They might even they might add flooring. It just depends. Every builder is going to be a little bit different. But what they're going to say now is say, okay, here's the deal. 
I'll take the risk for the first 3%, meaning mm. that when I go to order the lumber package, I'm going to share my invoice with you. And if it's within 3% of my original bid, we're good to go. The house will still be 500 But now what they're saying is you, Mr. Consumer, if it's above 3%, so if the lumber package 8 9 10 15% more than what it was when I bid the house, you are going to automatically agree to pay more. For, to pay more for that. So you're going to automatically agree to the difference. Now, here's the thing about contracts, and I'm sure our attorneys that are listening, I'm not an attorney. You would have to get advice from your attorney about that. Yes. Because the problem is, from a consumer standpoint, not a contractual standpoint, but from a consumer standpoint, is you now have some risk there because what you've agreed to is something you don't know. Like you don't know what that is that that's going to be. So, so then what happens is we start to build cancellation, um, cancellation clauses into the agreement. Our very first, before the break, we talked about non-refundable earnest money. Yes. So now the builder though has certain costs, but, but maybe they build a floor plan that was out there. So they say, okay, you need to give me a $10,000 non-refundable, but. If you have to cancel because lumber's gone up more than three percent and you can't pay the difference, we won't keep the whole ten thousand. We'll just keep two thousand that it cost us administratively to process this bill. So now you're layering in cancellation clauses that also might have multiple levels to that cancellation clause. Mm. So as you can tell, all of this has just made a huge mess. <laughs> yeah. In that, in that new construction market and with what's going on. So those are like some of the biggest hot button issues that we're fielding calls on, that we're talking to people about, and that we're walking through that process. I know I, I've hit a lot of the highlights and I don't want to make it sound terrible. Like you can't go do a new construction contract. You totally can. And it's a really good option right now. If you want to get a house going and lock in your interest rate before they get even higher, Mm -hmm. we've got lenders that will do long-term locks that'll lock in right now for the duration of the build. So it's a fantastic option, but what I just really wanted to hit on today is that there are clauses and changes in those contracts that we didn't even have 12 months ago especially 36 months ago. Yeah. So I don't want people to be surprised and shocked when they look at that and also want them to know some of the solutions that the industry is using to combat that. Um, It's a great option for people to be looking at right now. You just have to be careful and you have to have all of the information and know what you're dealing with up front. Yep. Like I told you, we are selling a tremendous amount of that right now. We're counseling clients all the time on what's going on there. We are in the height of the spring market. Mm -hmm. Um, Sellers still, I got to tell you, the equity positions that we are getting people to sell now um, are absolutely fantastic. If you need an evaluation on where your home's at, go to KenmoreTeam.com, request an evaluation, and we would love to help you out with that. We will be right back here next week. Right here on News Talk 870.